Hello, and welcome to the Jewish's podcast. We are starting off with the very first episode of 2023. This year, we're going to be working with both mini and full-length episodes. Mini-length episodes, as you know, are just about under or around 10 minutes, maybe a little over, maybe a little under. And full-length episodes are between 30 minutes to over an hour long. And so to start us off on the right foot for the brand new year, we are going to be breaking down the Jewish calendar and hopefully answering any question you ever had about why Jewish holidays seem to float around. But before that, we're going to start off with the usual housekeeping. You can support the Jewish's podcast via our Patreon, which is a number of benefits and starts from as little as $1 per month. You can also support us via anchor.fm, which is our hosting site. Thank you so much to Janice, who's one of our uh, anchor.fm supporters, for supporting us there. If you think that our quality could be improved, support us via Patreon or Anchor. Great way to help us get better recording equipment and editing. Because uh, we currently do it ourselves, and turns out we're not great at it. Uh, so, but one fantastic way to support the podcast that is totally and one hundred percent free is by rating and reviewing and subscribing wherever you listen. And we had such amazing reviews and ratings last year, and we can't wait to keep it up in twenty twenty three. So, to keep that intro short and sweet, let's dive into the meat of this episode, which is the Jewish calendar. Growing up. I brag that I got two birthdays, and frankly, I absolutely still do. Being Jewish means that you are privy to two calendars, the Gregorian and the Jewish or Hebrew calendar. You get double the birthdays, though tragically, not double the gifts. Some people do get double the gifts. I was not one of those people, and I really wish I was. I would love double the gifts. As for the name, both the Hebrew or Jewish calendar is fine. Whichever one you prefer, I will be using them interchangeably during this episode. Most of the world uses just one calendar, and it is the one you're familiar with. It starts with January and it ends with December. To quote, The most widespread civil calendar and de facto international standard is the Gregorian calendar. Although that calendar is associated with the Catholic Church and the papacy, it has been adopted as a matter of convenience by many secular and non-Christian countries, although some countries use other calendars. 160 of the world's countries use the Gregorian calendar as their sole civil calendar as of 2021. Most non-Christian countries have adopted it as a result of colonization, with some cases of voluntary adoption. Four countries have not adopted the Gregorian calendar. Four countries use a modified version of the Gregorian calendar, with eras different from the Anno Domini. In the former two countries, the Anno Domini is, era is also in use. 18 countries also use another calendar alongside the Gregorian calendar. So what is the Gregorian calendar? The Gregorian calendar, which is named after Pope Gregory, began being used in 1582. And like we said, it is a Christian calendar. It is specifically a Catholic calendar. It is not the only Christian calendar. There are multiple Christian calendars, but the dominant calendar in the world is a Christian calendar. It's a great example of how pervasive Christian hegemony is and how the rest of the world bends towards Christianity. The Gregorian calendar is a purely solar calendar. This means that it plots its place. Uh, it plots the place of the sun in the sky to count the year. The Hebrew calendar, or the Jewish calendar, is a lunar solar calendar. Lunar solar calendars plot both the position of the sun and moon because we're jews and we love the moon we love her 
This means that in order for a full year to pass, the sun and moon must go back to the same place in the sky. Think of it like the hands on the clock. If the long hand is the sun and the short hand is the moon, the Gregorian calendar only waits for the long hand to strike 12 and calls it a year. However, the Jewish calendar waits for both the long and short hand to strike 12 before we count our year. Or at least that's how Hebrew school likes to explain it. It's an easy way to think about it. So this variation in tracking is why, according to the Gregorian calendar, Jewish holidays appear to be on different days every year, even when our holidays are the same day in our calendar. Because yes, the Jewish calendar is more than just a different year. We have our own months. Chodesh, which is a month in Hebrew, the actual names of the month are derived from the Babylonian names and are left over of the evolution of Canaanites to Jews. Like the Gregorian calendar, there are 12 months in the Hebrew year. However, unlike the Gregorian calendar, each of these months has significant spiritual meaning in regards to Judaism. As we move through the year, we move through different spiritual energy that impact what we do and why we do it. Each month has its own affiliated zodiac, which is different from the traditional astrology that you may be familiar with. Angels, ones we'll talk about below, are simply primary ones, and qualities, as well as many other signifiers. As a fun little fact, while we only have 12 months, the Jewish calendar only knows one period. A 13th month is added to the year seven times during 19 years. So a 13th month, seven times during 19 years, we're going to have an extra month. That 13th month is Adar 2, or the second Adar Adar being one of the months. So we just kind of repeat, we just do it a second time. So let's chat a bit about each month. Here we're going to do quick overviews and descriptions of each month, as well as some of the holidays, some of the holidays of each month. There's many different kinds of holidays, uh, minor, major. So we're just going to be listing some of them. If you're interested in finding out your Hebrew birthday, we do have a calculator linked on our website, which you can find in the description of this podcast. Now we're going to start first, however, the holiday that starts every month, Rosh Chodesh, meaning head of the month. It is a celebration typically observed by Jewish women on the new moon, though anyone can and should observe it. Rosh Chodesh comes with a lot of beautiful traditions, but there are many different ways to acknowledge this new time period. If you're interested in celebrating for the first time, Jewish has put together a guide that is available on our website as a digital purchase, and you get a beautiful digital pamphlet with a lovely photos that walks you through different means of celebration, history, uh, as well as journaling pages. So as we talk about each month, remember that each one starts with a celebration of the birth of the new moon and that new time period. As another important note, unlike the Gregorian calendar and most uh, of what we're familiar with in the Western world, those holidays and new days start at midnight as opposed to the Jewish way, which is at sundown. So for example, Shabbat starts from sundown and it ends again at sundown, or depending on your tradition, an hour after sundown before the first stars are available. If you're saying when's the beginning of a Jewish holiday, it's going to start in the evening at sundown. Right before we jump into all of the months of the year, it's important that I note, as you all know, the West Coast is facing severe storms. And so if you hear any rain, thunder maybe, that is what it is. I've put off recording this for as long as possible, which is why this episode is coming out on the 15th instead of earlier in the month of January, as I had hoped. Unfortunately, I simply cannot put it off any longer. So hopefully the rain is not too bad and 
At most, it's a pleasant ASMR in the background. While we said that there is the Jewish calendar, there's actually two ways of tracking the Jewish calendar. There is the civil calendar and there's the spiritual calendar. So we're going to start with the civil calendar, which starts at Nisan. So Nisan is the months of March to April. It has the astrology of Aries. The primary angel is Uriel. The quality is speech and the element is fire. Associated with Aries, the symbol of Nisan is that of the lamb. As spring arrives, so does the sense of renewal and rejuvenation. This is a time for beginning new projects, starting new phases of life. We celebrate Pesach in Nisan as well as other holidays. Nisan is the month of weighing judgment and loving kindness. This can manifest in reevaluating relationships and your interactions with the world. This is also a time to look out and evaluate where you stand in regards to what is happening in the world, greater world at large. Where are you ignoring injustice? The quality of speech encourages you to use your voice and speak up. Nisan, of course, contains the holiday of Passover or Pesach. And if you're all about not eating chametz or kitniyot, if you follow Ashkenazi traditions, this is the holiday for you. As you know, Jewish is, is not on the Pesach train. We value it for its spiritual well-being. Pro poem here. Uh, we do have a blog post detailing some of the rituals for Pesach if you want to de deepen your practice for this year. Now, Pesach is starting April 5th, according to the Gregorian calendar of 2023. So prepare yourselves. You may think, oh, that's a few months away. It isn't. It is, but it isn't. You will be cleaning sooner than you can blink. Sooner than you can think about it, Pesach is here. So right after Pesach, which somehow lasts longer than the entire year of waiting for Pesach to start again, starts the counting of the Omer, the holiday period that lasts 40 days and ends with the holiday of Shavuot or Shavuos, according to another pronunciation. The counting of the Omer spans the rest of the month of Nisan and into our next month, Iyar. So Iyar is the months of April to May. It is the astrology of Taurus. The primary angel is Lahatiel. Quality is thought. Element is earth. The month of the bull, Iyar is a stage of infancy in the year. We also begin counting the Omer, and it is the only time of year where every single day has a specific mitzvah. So every day of Iyar has a specific mitzvah of counting the Omer, which makes it a really potent, energetically spiritual time. The quality of the month is thought or thinking, so it's a fantastic time for introspection and acknowledgement of one's thoughts. While most people see meditation as a time for an empty mind or clearing your mind, it can also be a time for quiet contemplation of one's own inner working. Observe your thoughts and give them name. Iyar is also considered to be an astrologically important time for healing, especially through the elimination of toxicity from one's life, both physically and emotionally. So as it's the only month that has a... Um, a special task of every day through counting the Omer, which doesn't end until Shavuos, which is in the next month of Sivan. Every day of Iyal is a day of importance. So you can really find a way to deepen and think about deepening your spiritual practice in this month. We also have the holiday of Lagbe Omer in Iyal, the bonfire holiday, if you will. And there's also a fast day, which is the fast of Behar. I don't know why I included that one fast day. I don't believe I include any other fast days for the other months, but it is included in this month. Next is the month of Sivan, the months May to June. Astrology is Gemini. Premier angel is Latiel. Quality is action. Element is air. The third month of the year, the month of Sivan, honors the symbolism of three within Judaism. 
three tribes, Kohen, Levi, and Israelite, Moshe as the third child in the family, the three days we prepare, and so on. Sivan is a time of moving forward. We think of the story of Ruth, who abandoned all she knew in pursuit of Hashem. Sivan encourages action after introspection. Yah allows for taking stock, while Sivan is the time for act to act upon that deep thought. So all the introspection you did in Yah is now acted upon. Sivan has the holiday of Shavuot or Shavuos. If you're interested in learning about traditions and rituals, we do, of course, have an article on our website about it. You can learn about some beautiful traditions like paper cutting. Next is Tammuz, the months of June to July. Astrology is Cancer. Primary angel is Zuriel. Quality is Sight. Element is Water. With the quality of sight, Tammuz is a month of extremes. The most intense versions of positive and negatives are exposed during this time, providing the opportunity for tshuva or return. Another very common translation of tshuva is repentance. Uh, the reason it's talked about return is the concept of sinning is often wandering off the path or leaving the path. And so the concept of tshuva is to return to the path. One of many, many concepts. Another is to sinning is to throw away holy sparks that come from your soul, and teshuva is to retrieve those holy sparks through action. Marking the beginning of summer, Tammuz is a time for, of confrontation and challenge, which can push people into action even prematurely. While Sivan is a time of action, Tammuz is a time of acknowledgement and challenge. Tammuz, which always reminds me of oranges, probably because in Hebrew, orange is tapuz. Uh, you can see the connection being there. It always reminds me of oranges. Tammuz is the beginning of the three weeks of mourning leading up to Tisha B'Av in the next month. So next is the month of Av, the months July to August. The astrology is Leo. The primary angel is Barakiel. The quality is hearing. The element is fire. For nine days of the month, we mourn, but on the 15th day, we celebrate rebirth, rebuilding, and redemption, which is symbolized by the lion. Av is categorized by the need for pause. The quality of hearing calls for time to be taken to evaluate and listen, but also to listen to one's heart, to feel and acknowledge both the highest highs of human emotion and the lowest pains of mourning. So Av includes some of the most fun and tragic holidays. Tragic being Tisha B'Av, a day of mourning, and then for wonderful and fun is Tuba'av. Uh, Tuba'av is often called Jewish Valentine's Day. It's a day of love. And we do have a wonderful blog post on that one. It's important you don't mix up Tisha B'Av and Tuba'av, which we have tragically done. I was sending out a Instagram story to promote our blog post for Tuba'av. And so it was covered in love hearts and it was pink and adorable. And it I tragically labeled it Tishabav. So Tubav and Tishabav, not the same. Next comes the months, uh, uh, the month of Elul, which is the months of August to September. The astrology is Virgo. The primary angel is Chaniel. The quality is action, and the element is earth. Elul is a month of introspection. As we approach the day, the high holidays and the days of awe, we take stock of who we are and who we have been for the past year. During the month of Elul, we focus heavily on taking stock of our lives and seeing where each of our we each of ourselves is in the process of tshuva on an external and internal level in preparation for the holy days to come. 
My blog post, 10 Questions to Ask Yourself, this Elul, focuses on getting started on doing the work, though ideally you can and should do the work every day. So Elul is the time leading up to the high holidays, which makes the month of Tishrei very, very long. So at Rosh Chodesh Elul, so the very beginning of the month of Elul, uh, we have a festival and it is called New Year of the Animals. So we have yet another new year. As you know, like I said, there are two different yearly cycles. There's the civil and the spiritual, but there are actually four different Jewish New Years. So we have the one that we've already mentioned is uh, we have Passover, right? That's the start of that one, right? We mentioned that with Nisan. And then we've got this one in Elul, and we'll have two more that are coming up. And we're going to be there in the next month, which is the month of Tishrei. The months are September to October. The astrology is Libra. Primary angel is Tzuriel. Quality is Coition. Element is air. The first, first month of the Hebrew year begins with Rosh Hashanah, which is the official celebration of the birth of the universe, the birth of the world. It begins with Rosh Hashanah and the month of festivals and holidays. Libra, which is categorized by the scales, is apropos of the judgment that is passed down for the new year. As we write our names in the book of life, Hashem chooses the next year of our lives. Coition, the quality of the month, focuses on fertility, bounty, and merging. It is a month of balance, new beginnings, as seen by the element of air. So Tishrei is chock full of holidays, so let's just run through them. We have Rosh Hashanah. Uh, we have Sukkot, Hashanah Rabbah, Shemini Yetzirat, and Simgat Torah. So there are more, but that's just some of them. Uh, so we've got all those. And remember, Rosh Hashanah is yet another new year. The next month is one of, you know, one of my favorite months, and that's the month of Cheshwan. The months are October to November. The astrology is Scorpio. Primary angel is Gabriel. Quality is smell. Element is water. Cheshvan, also known as Mar Cheshvan, is considered the most negative month of the year. Following directly after a month of celebration and new beginnings, this is often considered a month of hardship that culminates in growth. Rosh Chodesh Cheshvan is traditionally two days long, and during this month, many Jews begin to pray for rain. The hardship of the month is categorized by water, which can be considered extremely destructive. Now, why would people pray for rain when it's also extremely destructive? Because it is both life-giving and destructive. You can see both. We can see the torrential rains and floods and see how, for example, the flood of Noah completely covered the earth. And we can also understand the vast importance of rain as it falls and water as a nourishing life-sustaining substance. The duality of it is massively important. So Cheshvan is a month for perseverance and maintaining faith, dedication, and gratitude during times of stress. The month of Cheshvan has only one holiday, and that is Sigt. It originates within the diasporic Ethiopian Jewish community and is celebrated towards the end of the month, 50 days after Yom Kippur. It's largely celebrated by the Ethiopian Jewish community, though in recent days, other Jews have begun to take it on. It is one important note that if you Google Cheshvan or are there any holidays in Cheshvan, you'll find that many websites completely omit this and declare that Cheshvan is the only month without any Jewish holidays. But that's not correct. There is a Jewish holiday and it's sick. So the name Cheshvan is the proper name often referred to within the Talmud, but we often call it Cheshvan without the Mar in the front. The prefix Mar means bitter, alluding to the negativity and gloom found within the month. 
It is through colloquial Jewish life that the mar was dropped, and we have come to simply refer to it as cheshvan, perhaps in an attempt to thwart the decree of bitterness during the time. It will be in line with the tradition of changing the name of a sick person in order to avert the decree of death. So again, the spoken word and the names of things have massive importance within Judaism. And so one of the traditions is if someone's sick or dying, you can give them a new name in order to thwart the decree of death. So perhaps taking away mar, meaning bitter, it was to thwart the decree of being a bad or bitter year. The next month is Kislev, the months from November to December. Astrology is Sagittarius. Primary angel is Meduniel. Quality is sleep. Element is fire. Trust, perseverance, optimism. These are all qualities of the month. During Kislev, we celebrate Hanukkah. Hanukkah is etymologically related to the word shinuch, which means renewal. This is in line with the quality of the month, which is sleep. Uh, sleep can represent a number of things, rest, rejuvenation, dreaming, literally and symbolically, but also the ignoring of spiritual callings. Because of this, Kislev can be a time for spiritual awakening and actively choosing to pursue the spiritual. And spiritual awakening doesn't have to mean a woo-woo perspective of what a spiritual awakening is. It can mean that you choose to actively pursue something or find great meaning in something. It doesn't have to mean that there is something supernatural happening. It can mean that you find a new perspective, you find value in your spirituality. And I find that because of the way spiritual awakening has been used by many new age communities, there is quite a bit of pushback on, uh, the concept or the idea of having some sort of spiritual door opening. Dream big and work to attain these goals during Kislev. The biggest holiday of the month is, of course, Hanukkah. The miracle of light celebrated by lighting candles, whether they be dipped, rolled, or oil candles, is perfectly in line with the element of fire during this month. The next month is the month of Tevet. The months are December to January. Astrology is Capricorn. Primary angel is Shaniel. Quality is anger. Element is earth. The quality of Tevet is anger, which is most frequently coupled with negativity. However, this is not always the case. Like many things, anger can be a sign of healing and a requirement along a journey. Tevet encourages us to refrain and hold ourselves, be one with ourselves, including the parts of us that we so often choose to ignore. The refrain for spiritual success is often discussed as well as the intentional removing of blockages from one's spiritual path moving forward. We finish off Chanukah and Tevet, and we also have Chag Habanot, or Eid Albanat, which is a Mizrahi Jewish tradition slash holiday celebrating during Chanukah, and it means celebration or holiday of the daughters. Hadar Cohen, in collaboration with This Is Not Nuban, did a great uh, overview on Instagram, which I will quote from now. During the years of exile, Jewish communities around the world would create unique traditions around the cycle of the Hebrew calendar. The Festival of the Daughters, Eid Albanat, is celebrated on Rosh Chodesh Tevet during Hanukkah. Throughout the ages, the holiday has served to elevate women's power, strength, wisdom, and sisterhood. The holiday is celebrated among Jewish communities in North Africa, Turkey, and Thessaloniki. Women, young and elderly, would gather for celebration in which they would study, dance, sing, and send gifts to each other. So if you want to read the rest of it, you can check out Hadar Cohen's Instagram, which is a great resource for all of you. The next month includes yet another new year, and that is the month of Shabbat. The months are January to February. Astrology is Aquarius. Primary angel is Gabriel. Quality is taste. Element is air. The new year of the trees, Shabbat is a month of knowledge, abundance, and awareness. According to Bereshit, it 
or Genesis. It is a month of abundant blessings. It is believed that during Shabbat, Moshe translated the Torah into a commonly to all commonly spoken languages at the time, as the Torah belongs to all Jews, regardless of the language spoken. I want to make that clear. Regardless of the language you speak, regardless of what language you read the Torah in, it belongs to all Jews. The month denotes a wellspring of knowledge, spiritual and practical. It is a month well suited to taking care of one another. It acknowledges the importance of community and neighbors. How can you uplift your community this month? The holiday of this month might be a great way for you to give back to not only your community, but to the earth. Tubishvat is the new year of the trees, and it is an ecological holiday. Uh, of course, we also have a blog post talking about it, but we'll give you the highlights. Tubishvat has become, quote unquote, Jewish Earth Day in many Jewish spaces, and people often plant a tree in honor of the holiday. Whether you choose to propagate from a seed or by a seedling to plant, planting a tree is a classic, joyous way to mark the new tree year. As you plant your tree, take some time to breathe in the moment. Planting trees play a huge part in our lives. Honoring and thanking them is vital. If you want to go a traditional route, consider planting one of the sacred species. Um, or find a native species to your area and plant them specifically. If you can reach out to the indigenous groups within your area. Some of the significant trees you can plant, cedar, pine, almond, fig, olive, and date. We now move on to the month of Adar, which is the months of February to March. The astrology of Pisces, primary angel Romiel, quality, laughter, and the element of water. Adar, which has the same root as the word Adir, denotes strength. As mentioned earlier, there are two months of Adar for the leap year. The month of Adar is one of fortune for Jews. While we know the tenuous relationship between choosing auspicious days by astrology, the Talmud tells us that Adar is a month of fortune and joy for Jews. Adar is one of the best Jewish holidays of all time, Purim. And before you ask yourself, does Jewish just have a blog on rituals for cultivating a deeper meaning with Purim? Of course we do. And it's great because Purim is one of the best holidays ever. If you want an entire podcast episode dedicated to Purim, which could include a retelling of the entire story of Purim, let us know. And if you're a member of the uh, Spotify community, you can probably respond to it directly because we now have a community tab where you can just answer questions. Otherwise, our Instagram comments are a great place to tell us if you want a Purim podcast because we obviously love Purim. So obviously Purim is preceded by the fast of Esther and there are other holidays, but that is where I'm going to leave it. So we've had our four New Year's, we had Rosh Hashanah, we had Pesach, we had Tuvishvat, and we had New Year of the Trees. And these were all just short summaries of the month. Each are rich with their own qualities and correspondences. Uh, there are many other correspondences. Uh, for example, Devotage Arts on Instagram does a beautiful post on each for each month and includes other correspondences, including other elemental correspondences, tarot card correspondences, color, all sorts of beautiful things. And just because one month may be best for something does not mean that it's the only time it can be done. We should do tshuva year-round. We should speak out about injustice year-round. We should be in tune with our thoughts and emotions year-round. And we should also remember that just like there are 13 months every uh, in the Jewish cycle, including Adar too, we can transcend 
the concept of being bound by astrology, being bound by the months. It's something that we know, we know this from the number 13, and we know this from the concept of there being 12 zodiacs. The number 13 signifies that, that we are not bound simply by astrology. We are not bound by this. It is not the end all be all. It is a Jewish teaching that astrology may be important. It may teach us so much, and it may be a great thing for us to know. Just because the map says something does not mean it is the end all be all of our journey. Take each month as you go and treat yourself and others with kindness, loving kindness, and joy. So on to our citations. We have for qualities, elements, astrology, and angels, we cite the Sefer Yetzirah. We have specifically the Ayre Kaplan translation. Above the Zodiac of my teacher to Glazerson, we have Aish.com in one of their articles. We have Chabad. Uh, things you know about the month of Adar, ish.com uh, again, ten, and then Chabad's 10 facts you should know about the month of Av, At the Well Project, Spiritual Elements of Av, OU.org, Cheshvan, and then we also have the month of Shvat. We have the Wikipedia for the civil calendar discussion, and we have Hadar Kohan, and uh, this is not Nurpan for the discussion of Chagabanot. Thank you all so much for listening. If you have any recommendations or discussion topics you'd like for us to talk about, feel free to leave them on our Instagram. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you soon.